Hey everybody, welcome to Anime Stroganoff. I'm Lyle. And I am Eli. And today we're talking Genshin Impact. Genshin Impact. I know how much you love it when we do these. <laughs> so, uh, for those who play, you might be aware that a new update just, well, recently dropped. A few weeks ago. <laughs> no! This week, oh wait, yeah, as of recording, it would be a few weeks ago, but... By the time they are listening to this... I mean, this... yeah, by the time it goes out, yeah. But as of this recording, it was this week. Yes. Which is why we're like, hey, it's topical, let's talk about it. So, with the new update, of course, comes a brand new region! The, re the land of Dendro, also known as Sumeru, Sumeru. Why aren't you saying anything? What 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 did you want me to say? I don't know. We're talking about <laughs> the new update. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's in Sumeru. What do you want what more is there for me to oh say? Oh my god. I was considering making a pun about like furries, but I didn't think it was funny, so Well, it wasn't even a pun. It was just more of a joke. And then I realized it wasn't true, so again, not even funny, so it was, I was going to say uh, something about Sumeru being the one with all the animal people, but it's Mondstadt. <laughs> Springvale. It's the thing with cat people. <laughs> or dog people, or whatever the hell they are. You mean Diona and her dad? Those, they're cat people. There's other people in Springvale like that. No, well, there's the one guy uh, that, you, that you save in that one quest. Yeah, and his family, like, generations later are still like that. Yes. There's a bunch of them in one stand. Three. There are three of them. There's at least half a dozen. And given how the population of Mondstadt's all of, like, 50 people, that's a lot. <laughs> Alright, fair, fair, fair. Uh. No, there's the, the, the fox guy. Who I... <laughs> who, he, he reminds me of Anubis or something. So I'm very wary. Oh, Tainari. That guy. Yes. And, uh... There's that one lady. And that's kind of it. You'll have to be more specific than that. The one with, the one with cat ears and slit eyes. <laughs> Dia? Yeah, that one. Yeah, but she doesn't have cat ears. That's just she her hair. She has cat ears. Those are not she's, cat ears. She's a cat person. No! They're ventilation shafts. <laughs> no! She's a cat person like Kishing. <laughs> Kishing's not a cat person! I will I, I will insist that Kishing is part cat. It's just her hair bun thingies. Look, look, look. If Diona having trace amounts of non-human DNA results in different bone architecture and a tail, I think it's safe to say that the gene pool in Tava is fucked. Okay, you're not wrong. I am sure there's cats somewhere in there. <laughs> okay, fair, fair. I mean, I'm sure it's not a coincidence that they both act like cats. Although, the, the popular term for that is, of course, Sundere. What were we talking about? <laughs> we were talking about Sumeru and the new update. <laughs> like, well, we started arguing about Keeching. 
<laughs> so yeah, there's so there's a new region and there's new characters. Cause yeah, of course there are. <laughs> yeah, there's uh collared greens. There's the cat. There's the Undertaker of Anubis. There's <laughs> the best Archon of them all. Very true. Uh, very true. Yeah, those four. There's more than that. <laughs> yeah, there's the genie. Alright, I'm drawing a blank past five. <laughs> For the record, I'm only counting characters that I that are either playable or I think will become playable. Fair enough. I think you skipped all height them. That guy? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he's I don't think he's gonna be playable. He's got a unique design. He is definitely going to be playable. I mean there's a lot of characters with unique designs that aren't playable. Like Baiju hasn't been playable since 1.0. Don't remind me. <laughs> Look, it just as a general rule, if they have a vision, then they will be playable at some point. He had a vision? Yes, he has a dent. Wait. I didn't yes. see one. I Look, every time somebody comes on with a unique design, I'm like, okay, where's the vision? Where's his vision? Come on, give me the vision. <laughs> If they have a vision, they're almost certainly going to be playable. Baiju will be playable eventually. I'm sure he will be eventually. I mean, now that they have Dendro out. Finally. It took them two years to add an entire element. Well, strictly speaking, it was there in the game, but it only had one reaction, so... <laughs> there wasn't much you could do with it. But hey, now... Uh... But hey, now... Dendro got a whole two extra reactions. Isn't there an entire chart of it? There is a chart. Two new reactions? It's two new reactions, and then both of those reactions uh, expand out based on what you use after you use yeah. that first reaction. It's There's a whole, there's a flow chart. <laughs> there's a flow chart. Ultimately, what you just need to do, do is just... Uh, As always... Just set everything uh, on fire. Just use Dendro on them and then apply Pyro. <laughs> That will apply burning, which does a damage over time effect. Or you can hit them with electro, and something happens. I'm not sure which. I'm not sure what happens when you hit them with electro, but it's it's not good. They get they take extra dendro damage. Uh, there, you can hit them with hydro, which causes them to release AOE trap crystals. Uh, more or less, and then you can hit those with pyro or hydro to make them blow up. Or they'll just blow up on their own. Yeah, they just blow up on their own, but if you, if you hit them with Pyro, they deal more damage. Dendro is all about, like, boosting other reactions. Yeah. But they That's... haven't really uh, fixed the <clears throat> problem that most RPGs or anything with, like, trying to differentiate damage types or whatever, in that whatever boosts damages isn't generally more useful than just hitting it until it dies. This is true. But so, yes, a lot, lot of interesting new characters that are utilizing this new Dendro element, including the, uh, the main character, our, the player character, the Traveler, who, of course, finally gets access to Dendro. Yeah. And it's, about, it's about what we expected. It's, it's, it's Thoroughly it's, underwhelming. Yeah. Solid support. 
Uh, I, that is very interesting, though. That's pretty much all of the Traveler's uh, elemental forms are supports, fundamentally. Yeah. It just it just seems strange that you, you would expect them to have, like, one, like, just one that's just straight, badass, like, kick butt, take names, don't leave this character on the field at all times. Maybe once we get, uh, anti-abyss powers. Or, or pyro. Once we get a- <laughs> no, it's gonna, we're gonna- Just burning things. <sighs> Let's be honest, once we have pyro, it's just, it's going to be the same. It's, we're still gonna be a support. I mean, Paimon's excited for Natlan. We're all excited for Natlan. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I don't think we'll have like a non-support archetype for the Traveler until we get our original powers back, if those are playable. I'm sure at least in like the final boss fight, they will be. It'll be awesome. It will be awesome. Uh, yes. So some of those characters that are some of the other characters utilizing Dentro, uh, big two, one, uh, five star and four star, both archers, uh, Tainari, the five star, who is the, uh, fox guy Eli mentioned. I am terrified of him. <laughs> in in what way? I'm afraid he's going to reap my soul and carry me to hell. Oh, I thought you were just intellectually challenged by him. <laughs> What? He's a very smart man. <laughs> I don't doubt that. Apparently, why he would writes... I feel threatened by him being smart? I don't know. I like smart people. They keep me from making dumb decisions. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, anyways, yeah, Tainari. He. Okay, I'll, I'll admit I don't care about Tainari all that much. He's yeah, I don't fine. I'll do his story quest eventually. Uh the the one I care the character I care about is Kole. The other Collard Greens. Kole. <laughs> the other Dendro. I was gonna archer. call her cabbage, but that's we already got <laughs> Nahida for that. <laughs> uh but yeah, so Kole, who's the new Dendro Archer character. And, and she is girl. great. Yes, she is best girl. I have been waiting she, for she... her to get added to the game. For years. <laughs> She's Amber, but competent at her job. <laughs> and and if if you were wondering, like, oh, what do you mean you've been waiting for her to get in the game for years? So basically, she first appeared in the Genshin Impact manga forever ago. Which covers uh, her adventures in Mondstadt and all that. So if you... Or like, oh hey, Kali's pretty. Co-. If you're playing, you're like, oh hey, Kali's pretty cool. I I, w- I want to know what the heck her whole backstory is. Just go read the manga because her whole backstory is right there. You should read the manga. <laughs> you should though. Um, yeah, Kali Kali's great. I love her so much. She's in my party right now, and we 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 stand. <laughs> We stand Kali, I think that's the term. I don't know what that means, but I, don't uh, I got her for free, so everybody hey, got free her for character. free. Everybody gets her for free with the uh the event that's going on. I don't know if it's yeah. gonna be going on by the time this episode this episode airs. Uh, the though. the event's scheduled for like 30, 40 days, so Okay, yeah, then you'll have like a week 
it's to be able part to do of the it. introduction to Sumeru. Yes. And so I suppose uh, technically we did get a uh, free Dendro character when Dendro finally released. Two so free Dendro characters. Traveler doesn't count. Traveler always counts. Traveler never counts. <laughs> They're unaligned. I. <laughs> I unironically main Traveler. You lunatic. Animo Traveler is pretty, pretty dope. You gotta admit it. Okay, I'll say, I'll, I will give you that. Animo Traveler is probably the most interesting of all the Travelers. Especially once you upgrade the animal power, like, all the way or something, and, um, like, you get, you, where it, like, heals you a little bit. Oh, When you right. use it. Yeah. That's useful. <laughs> yeah, very useful. Um. Yeah. Well, I, now that I think about it, like Dendro and Electro Traveler are really similar, just with slightly different ultimates. Very much so. Yes. Like they, their, their, uh, their skill, their basic ability is pretty much the same thing. Where they just like flip backwards and throw three mini swords out of their sword. Yeah. Traveler throw De- Electro show- throws like three lightning bolts or whatever, and then Dendro Traveler just like throws a bunch of Kush at them. <laughs> You're gonna tell me I'm wrong? No, I'm not. We going all to- know that Dendro is code for smoking weed. It's true. It's true. Incidentally, when you're playing three point three point oh, be prepared for the Traveler to get really high all the time. It is one of the first things that happens when we get to Sumeru, so get be prepared. <laughs> but yeah, let's uh, let's uh let's talk a little let's dive a little bit into potential spoilers and talk a bit about the Archon quest for this update. <laughs> okay. There was an Archon quest for this update. <laughs> okay. Good talk, guys. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's go into actual spoilers and talk about Act 2. <laughs> Now, if you haven't played Act 2, you'll be... Probably haven't, but... Well, it's actually not that... It is a decently long one. Yeah, it's it's decently long. Uh, I, I'll, I'll say this. If you haven't played Act 2, go ahead and go play it, and then come back and uh, just pause pause the episode right here, go play it. But if you don't care, then hey, keep listening. But basically, it's, it's, a, it's a bit of a mindfuck. <laughs> I wanted to send you that Operation Mindfuck picture I like to send you whenever <laughs> something gets crazy, but I figured that might be too much of a spoiler. <laughs> you could have spoiler tagged it. I could have, but I had already put like 50,000 spoiler tags in the Discord chat. It's just true. This is very true. Uh, I, I do find it funny that I was ahead of you at first. And you were like, oh, don't don't spoil anything for me. I'm going to be taking my time. Because, you know, got work and everything. Yeah. The update dropped on a Wednesday. It, dro- <laughs> it dropped on a Wednesday. The same Wednesday that I had to put, like, six hours in. Extra. Oof. But anyway. But yeah, and um, then you ended up fin- finishing Act 2 before I even got to it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why you. I don't know why people play games so slowly. <laughs> I, I took my time. 
And I mean, I literally, I literally had the traveler physically walk from Mondstadt to Sumeru. It took an hour and a half. It took like four or five in-game days. I don't know why I did it. I don't know either. But, uh, yeah, no. Well, I, I got invested. And I yeah. didn't want to stop. That's honestly, same. Same. Um, and, whatchamacallit, uh, certain... Something I noticed. So, so yeah, we're we're already deep into we're already deep into spoilers. So, uh, one thing I noticed in the quest, like they call out, "Hey, why didn't we ever think about going outside the city?" Because, <laughs> you know, everything's been repeating. And you're like, wait, what if we try leaving the city? <laughs> and at that moment, I was like, wait. Why haven't I thought about leaving the city? <laughs> like, I didn't even consider it from a gameplay perspective. Like, just playing a game. and all, But all the quest for the quest line was just within the city. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'll just stay in the city. I don't need to leave the city. I wonder what happens if you actually try to leave. I am very curious. <laughs> I think during Act 2, I tried to teleport. To I wanted to like pick up uh that last statue of the seven in in there, and I realized that there was a teleporter waypoint in leeway closer than the one in <laughs> I had unlocked in yeah. Sumeru. So I tried to teleport and said teleportation is currently disabled. I'm like, all right, fuck it. You're like, ah, whatever. <laughs> I'll just I'm in the go and I'll go finish the main quest. <laughs> yeah, but it's crazy because I just. I didn't even think about doing that. <laughs> I assumed it was like in that episode of Stargate. Okay, you'll have to be more specific. There's an episode of Stargate where they get trapped in a time loop, and they can't leave the time loop. And I mean that not only they can't like get, get time to stop looping, they can't leave the area of space time that is looping. And when they finally get it shut down, like they're like several months out of sync with the rest of the universe. Like, people have been trying to contact them for months, but they've been stuck in a time loop. Oh, that's geez. That was my assumption. Fair, fair. And uh, my assumption was that, actually, uh, was that it wasn't that you were time looping. It was that they were devouring your memories and then resetting everything, which was, like, the second or third thing that was your theory until we figured out that that wasn't true. So, uh, that was fun being proven wrong. Yeah, fair, fair. I I think pretty much everybody uh <laughs> had a uh, similar assumptions t to the traveler where at first you assume, "Oh, it's a time loop." I knew it oh. couldn't couldn't have been a time loop. <laughs> I mean, it could have. What what was the initial what was the initial evidence that it couldn't be a time loop? Uh, in For a you. time loop, people don't get sicker. Unless they're the one looping. But, I mean, everyone's <laughs> looping together, clearly, so. Yeah. I will admit, I kind of assumed it was... Plus uh, the whole, the fact that the Traveler can't remember the time loop. So it oh, implies yeah. that their memories are also being reset. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. 
And then it was like, oh, like, oh, so like, did we, did we reset it? And then the, and then when we realized that this isn't the first time we've looped, I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what was it, like, the third loop is when we go and finally get to see Nahida? And... Third or fourth, yeah. And that's when we realized that it's been like at 40. least ten times that. At least. At like, least. Potentially 40 or more. And... I mean, we see, like, ten more loops after that. Yeah. We see ten more loops after that. It could have been way more. I'm just proud the very first thing to pop into my mind... I mean, I knew that they were controlling it with the thingamajig. Yeah. But uh, the very first thing that popped into my mind was that scene from the movie Pie. A movie I have not watched in like six or seven years. Okay. <laughs> of a dude shoving a drill into his head. Okay, the context <laughs> for that <laughs> is in the movie Pie. Uh, he's some sort of, like, epic, awesome mathematician who's trying to, like, find the mathematical equation for God. And then he finds it, sort of, like, he gets very close. And it starts, like, generating life and stuff. And it starts <laughs> driving him insane. He's like, oh, God, I'm about to spawn an elder diplomation into my own head. So he has to destroy the information in his brain, so he has to lobotomize himself by shoving a drill into his head. Wonderful. That's the first thing that popped into my mind when I thought the traveler was getting mind-controlled, yeah. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, all Very vividly, as well. <laughs> <laughs> Something's wrong with me. I'll be honest, I got... I got bad vibes the second we walked into the city and they're like, hey, here's a here's a here's an Akasha terminal. Oh, obviously. For free. I was like, this is everybody's got those things on their ears and this is freaking me out and this is giving me some cyberpunk vibes and this should not be giving me cyberpunk vibes. Yeah, but my assumption uh, was that it would be lead to an act three uh, robo zombie apocalypse. All right, that's fair. In which they take over everyone's minds and you have to like fight the cyber zombie. <laughs> I was wrong. Very well, I wasn't 100% wrong, but I was mostly wrong. Mostly wrong. Uh. <laughs> I mean, there's really not much to say about the quest. Well, I have things I want to say. Uh, mostly about... So, the, there's that new... Uh, that, like, thought thought bubble thingy that was fun yeah that was pretty cool and when i saw it i was like oh hey <laughs> this reminds me of something else and it, really genshin is nothing if not built upon the ideas of others like, like all good games but it was it was very amusing how they handled the implementation this time and the uh the context for when for when this uh feature was added because we've never had to do this before. Like this they, is never... And it was just kind of nice to have a quest that was mostly story-driven. and involved. Yes. I mean, it wasn't like a huge puzzle, but involved like a little bit of mild puzzle solving instead of just having to fight boss encounters. You know, I actually realized uh, after I finished the quest, there was 
Act 2 had, I think, one? All of one fight in it? Yeah, it had one fight in it, and it <laughs> and wasn't even against a boss. So, so. That wasn't that wasn't that wasn't even really a fight. The traveler wasn't fighting those people. If we're being very generous, they were fighting the traveler. <laughs> very true, very true. Uh, yeah. So Act Two, excellent. Honestly, some of the best, uh, some of the best storytelling that, that I think had so far. Yeah. Some some very, uh, I I would think heartfelt moments. With uh, Junior I, I felt actual, like, emotions, which was surprising, because when they first introduced him, like, oh god, she's dying, isn't she? <laughs> I took one look, and I'm like, oh yeah, so when they said how there's lots of different weird, strange terminal diseases in Sumeru, that wasn't, that wasn't foreshadowing at all. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh god, she's gonna be dying Ugh. and then the quest ended up being just like oh like we're not trying to like save her or anything we're just trying to make sure her dying my first was like oh fuck it's Tepe all over again <laughs> I didn't care about him he he showed up with an armful of death flags already <laughs> <laughs> and what's her face was no different but the manner in which it happened, which it did, it, spoiler, spoiler for the spoilers, it technically didn't, but, uh, the manner in which it happened, uh, that was horrifying, just the thought yes. of someone slowly being eroded away into nothingness as their consciousness is torn apart. Yeah. Holy shit. I mean, I think part of it is that Dunyarzad's whole deal is kind of the core of the quest. Like, we're started on the quest to help Dunyarzad. And also because yeah. we think it'll help us meet the Dendro Archon, but eh, whatever. And then we just get to see her over and over as... Well, we see her at the start, and she's really, like, bright and happy. And even though... And she's, like, resigned to her fate, but at the same time, she's... I would say resign to her fate. If you're actively dying and nothing can change that, it's less resigned to your fate as accepting the inevitable. Okay. Semantics. She's but... come to terms with the fact okay, that she's going right. to be dead. Okay, that's probably the best way to put it. <laughs> um, Yeah, so she's come to terms and she's doing something about it and we see her as she slowly fades and then when she finally disappears, we're like, oh shit. <laughs> if only we hadn't wasted uh, that last loop. <laughs> and then it all comes back together, and it's all really... I still want to really murder nice. the entire Academy. Absolutely. They Every last all... one of them. 100%. They, they need to die. <laughs> uh... But yeah, so... So yeah, that's... that's really the the core of it with Dunyarzad is she's the core of it and we see her slowly wasting away and it's half of our entire motivation versus uh Tepe I literally I just not remembered re did he even die I yes. honestly think I didn't even pay attention <laughs> I just didn't care well see because the thing is I didn't remember his name until you said it <laughs> Um, I only remembered 
because they kept saying it over and over again. I'm like, oh my god, stop saying his name. It's not going to make me grow attached. Naming it will not stop me from slaughtering it for dinner. Uh, yeah, I didn't really care about the entire resistance at all, because like, oh, like, here's Swordfish 2. I'm like, what happened to Swordfish 1? They all die? Uh, I'm yeah. in charge of your second stringers? <laughs> like, well, I, I have to reward you for your service, but I can't increase your pay. Like, we're getting paid. <laughs> this is the first I've heard of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, our Look, the whole I'm just hiding out here because I'm a wanted criminal. <laughs> I am a fugitive from the state. I am public enemy number one. I fought God and and well, didn't lose. <laughs> Honestly, the whole resistance plotline of Inazuma is kind of eh. All things considered, it's just it's not very good. Uh, oh yeah, Inazuma also has animal. Pe- well, I guess not animals because that. uh, Kokumi's a fish person. <laughs> oh my god! Well, but we're talking about like a dog guy. <laughs> yes, yes, he is. Um. Anyways, and then yeah, Tepe. So the thing thing about Tepe's whole storyline is that we only we don't really see it happening. Like we just kind of like run into him randomly and it's like he's looking a little bit worse every time. And that like we're it not It doesn't doing help it. when I'm sitting there screaming at the screen, "Dude, there is obviously something wrong with you. Go to the doctor." Maybe Whereas maybe that's with- what makes <laughs> Dunyarzad Im- uh, different is because she's like, yeah, no, I, I know I, I'm dying. I have a fate terminal illness. Like, I've been to the doctor. We get the sense that she's done everything she can. Versus Tepe's just like, I'm gonna be the Hokage! And then he dies, because he, uh... Because he, he's he, an asshole. Because he, he used <laughs> I, I should tech. say that. He, he used delusion because he wanted to be strong because... <sighs> The resistance is all of like five people in a shed. <laughs> You're <So>. not wrong. <laughs> Very low on manpower. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. We all know they would have died immediately without the traveler. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Because if the traveler hadn't uh, delayed the d- delayed the army from fighting in the first place, then Beta wouldn't have been able to show up with all her mercenaries. So Good yeah, times. Traveler single-handedly saved the resistance. Yay. <laughs> Yay. I will say this. I, I kind of like that Sumeru isn't really having us going out and solving the entire country's like fundamental issues so far. Yeah, so Act 1 and 2 was... Shit, Act 1 was basically just showing up. And be like, hey guys, I want to meet your god. And they're like, no. (laughs) Act 2 is like, alright, maybe if I do this, I'll meet their god. And then pain. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But hey, you meet their god, and they're like, alright, I'm going to make a plan. This is going to take a while, so uh, just chill for now. Versus, uh, let's see, 
Inazuma or yeah, Inazuma, we're basically from the moment we land, we're we're tasked with solving the entire socioeconomic issues of the entire country. Which hilariously ourselves. the traveler didn't give a shit about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, we show up there and everyone's like, oh my god, are you our new god? And the traveler's like, like No. No, but I will accept your worship. <laughs> and then they make you go on Yoimiya's and Ayaka's story quests in between. Do they? Yes, that was a requirement. Oh, oh I forgot about that. Yeah, I'm like, alright. Yoimiya's is pretty pretty okay. Yoimiya's a fun person. Ayaka is the human representation of a wet sock. That doesn't seem physically possible, considering she's a cryo character. Yeah, and she has wet socks. She was standing in a creek. <laughs> uh, I'm yeah, not the I, only person to notice. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, I'll say this. As someone who played Yoimiya for a while, I quite love, I quite like Yoimiya. She is a very fun character. She's got a surprising amount of depth, depth to her. Ayaka can can go uh, jump off a cliff for all I care. I mean, Ayaka, Ayaka's nothing. There's nothing bad about her, but that's there's nothing interesting about her, really. Yes, I know. If I like delve into her story, I'm sure it's full of tragedy. It's it's Genshin Impact. Name one character who doesn't have at least a mildly sad backstory. Well, I'll say this: the Cryo characters in particular all have really tragic backstories. Like, Chi-Chi died as a child and came back as a zombie. Uh, Eula's whole deal. Uh, who else? Kaya. Who else has Kaya? Kaya? Who knows what Kaya's got going on? I think Rosaria's Cryo? Yeah, she's Cryo. I don't Ganyu. know much about her. Ganyu. Yeah. Her thing is, like, she's separated from her family and stuff. I'm like, sure there's like oh oh she's uh, a, no wait she's an orphan she's an orphan <laughs> she's not an orphan Gun- her mom's Ganyu? still alive her mom what? shows up to embarrass her all the time cloud retainer okay, gun you okay. okay she's not an orphan she's a dog <laughs> <laughs> whatever her, like, every time there's like a story event or something in Leeway, Cloud Retainer shows up to embarrass Kanyu. Alright, that's fair, that's fair. She Anyways. tells embarrassing baby stories of her. She's like, hey, did I tell you about the time that Kanyu was so fat she rolled down a mountain? No, but thank you, uh, <laughs> strange bird. Uh... But yeah, he well, still goes to meet like meet and vacation with her mom every now and again. All right, all right, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> point is, cryo characters are more likely than everyone else to have tragic backstories. Chongers. Okay, actually, he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's the exception. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Like, there's another cryo person, and they're from Leeway because I remember because they associate with Hu Tao. They're in like the same social circle. Is Shinhei a cryo? Oh shit! I, I don't know. I I I I I didn't get her. I I really I only realized that I actually like wanted her like after her banner was over. I oh, think she's cryo actually. 
Yeah, pretty sure she is. She looks like a cryo character. Her story's depressing. Yes, very. <laughs> uh. But anyways, back to Sumeru. <laughs> um, and let's let's talk about best Archon. <laughs> <laughs> Not here. Nothing- <laughs> Great Archon or greatest Archon? Best Archon. <laughs> Nahi does just the best. I love her so much. Uh, she's great. She had me from anxiety, Dookie. (laughs) 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 And yes, that that is the thing she says. (laughs) And no, we don't know why. The, the the best part isn't just that that's what she said. No, the best part is she immediately follows us up when you're questioning what the heck just she just said. Let's go, what? People always feel a sense of relief after they take a Duke Duke. <laughs> is that so weird? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, the problem isn't with, like, her choice of words. The problem is, is that we think her analogy's invalid. <laughs> That and the fact that she has taken absolutely zero participation in any of the bullshit that is happening to Sumeru. Or anything that happened to Devot, really, in general. Pretty sure she's, like, 100% innocent. Yep. Which is, uh, actually very rare. Yeah. I mean, let's just go through the, uh, through the other gods real quick that we know of. So, we don't know about Venti. Yeah, Venti hasn't really... Well, we don't know what his participation was in the event, but uh, everything else about him's pretty chill. Uh, the only thing you could really get on him for is being too chill, and that <laughs> shit just sort of happens and breaks around him. He's like, it's not my job to fix it. <laughs> but at least he's consistent. <laughs> yes, as as I said, he is... As I said to you, yeah, he is consistently never doing anything. For better or for worse, he doesn't harm nor help. But uh, ultimately, when, when push comes to shove, he will show up and try and fix things. Especially if it's related to him, his friends, or his, his nation. Yeah. Uh, Even then, he really only helped with uh, Storm Terror because it was his BFF. Yeah, that's true. And then Zhang Li. Ugh. Zhang Li pulled some bullshit. <laughs> he want, he just wanted to retire, and so he drew up Baked plans his own for murder. <laughs> yep, yep. Which... Which resulted in a cavalcade of fuck-ups that resulted in a tentacle god trying to destroy the city. Yep. Technically not his direct fault, but if he just, like, you know thrown like a 40 year leaving party like that saying thanks for the gold watch peace out i'm out <laughs> this whole thing could have been avoided yep and then regarding the events we don't know what he did because he's contractually he's... obligated not to speak of it and that makes me so frustrated <laughs> you know who gets forced to sign ndas people who know things and people who did things yeah. A is mostly innocent. She, she okay, no, 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 no. She is forty percent responsible for everything bad. Okay, I meant, I, I meant, 
the the event in Conria. I Oh yeah, no. She didn't do she didn't do anything there. Yeah. That's not which her is fault. A, which is unfortunate because we have no idea what she did. No. What all her the problems did. that all the things that she's done wrong have been very recent screw-ups. Yes, very much so. <laughs> she doesn't even have the benefit of saying like, "Oh, that happened when I was a young <laughs> that happened when I was young and foolish." Like, "Nah, you did that yesterday." <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Vision uh, hunt decree, just sort of letting the Fatui come in, letting whatever with the commissions do their thing. Just kind of let everybody do their own thing and not worry about it as long as no one leaves, no one comes in, and so everything she can stays in the same <laughs> forever. Burrito herself and never leave. Yeah, yeah have much. fun with that. You and your eternity. Yeah, like they beat a grandpa to death in the street earlier, but good times, good times. And then, and then all he does just like she's actively working to fix the problems of her of her uh, country. Problems that she's in no way, shape, or form responsible for. She was born after the event, and then they basically kidnapped her and locked her in a prison. Well, she is apparently the first Akasha terminal, though. So yeah, I I I don't know how that works, but. Yeah, I'm not really sure either. I guess but, like she became a god after the other one died, ascended or whatever. Yeah, we don't know what happened to the other one. Everyone says disappeared, not died. Well, everyone outside of Sumeru says that Great Lord Rukadavata died. Everyone inside says she just disappeared. Yeah, everyone inside Sumeru is acting like they disappeared five years ago, not five hundred. All right. They are seriously snubbing Cabbage Girl. Seriously. Uh, but regards to the events, yeah, so as we said, Nahida's innocent, because she was literally born afterwards, so she has nothing to do with it. But Rukadavata, literally all we know right now I'm pretty is... sure Rukadavata was so guilty over whatever happened that they let themselves die. The, literally the only thing we know that uh, she said is world forget me. Uh, so, and that was inscribed into the, the, the world tree in the depths of the, uh, in the depths of Tavat. So, you know, I find it hilarious. That the traveler is older than Naida. <laughs> technically. Yes. Not even technically. Oh yeah. No, literally. <laughs> Wait, so I always forget, what were we doing for 500 years? Sleeping. Were we? Traveler was taking a nap. For 500 years, and then we just woke up and started fishing? I think they may have been in a coma. Okay, that sounds about right. But uh, yeah, Traveler woke up from the from a little forced dirt nap. Uh, started puttering about, like, in the coast of Bonstad or something. Uh, fished up whatever the hell Paimon is. Uh, Paimon taught them the language, and then, like, months later, they're like, alright, let's go to Mondstadt now. <laughs> yeah, that's not something that people seem to notice. The Traveler is not na- does not natively speak whatever language they do in Tavat. Yeah, very true. They had to learn from Paimon. That sounds terrible. Like, what did that consist of? 
Paimon saying words for food and then the Traveler repeating them? I don't know. There are very few fanfics that use the whole language barrier as a as a as a thing. Uh, there's a, there are a few that are that are pretty decent. Um, but yeah, no, the the Paimon had to teach the traveler how to talk in Tavachian. Apparently, they're a good teacher. Yeah, apparently. You know that is actually interesting because I can think I'm starting to think of like how many villains or allies actually of the traveler that have gone on long soliloquies and monologues about you know important stuff and you know maybe they use analogies or whatever and i can just imagine like the traveler it all goes over their head because they're like yeah uh i don't understand your analogies because i only just learned how to speak the language (laughs) i know the words but the meaning the meaning is lost I just actually, I also imagine because the traveler apparently learned to speak an entire language in only a few months. Uh, I'm imagining impressive. that whatever godlike species the traveler is, uh, they are adept at learning languages. I mean, they travel dimensions. Yeah, and I true. think time more than at least at least once. I'm not sure if if what if what happened with. A and the Raiden Shogun counts as time travel, but the traveler it's took po- it in stride, so I mean it's pocket dimension stuff, so let's not worry about it. Uh and then of course the traveler sibling uh spent uh past five hundred years the hard way. Yeah, that's rough. And hasn't aged a day. Yeah. So that's either abyss nonsense or which they're actually, gods. <laughs> well, yeah, they literally are gods, uh, as far as we know. But actually, <laughs> that that's the other thing that we uh, we pointed out that I pointed out to you, and we were like, "Huh," because the after Mondstadt, all of the problems for every nation have been the Fatui. Yeah, the first uh, in Mondstadt. Like the the abyss order are behind all of the uh, all of the dragon corrupting and attacks and all that, and they're the main villains by the looks of it. And then the Fatui just come out of nowhere and they're like, "Yoink!" Uh, and steal uh, yeah. Benti's gnosis. <laughs> Li Wei was entirely Zhong Li and the Fatui. Yep. Inazuma was Raiden Shogun and the Fatui. <laughs> And Sumeru is shaping up to look like, uh... The, the Academy and the Fatui. And... <laughs> yep. They're doing something. The, I, 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 it was a random event. The Fatui and what, some of those people. The Aramites? I, yeah, the, the Aramites. Uh, they were having a super secret meeting. So I went in there and I beat them all up. Nice. They're doing something. Uh... They're probably trying to resur- resurrect yet another god. Again, gods. they did this before, and it did not end well for them. Uh, I was mean, that going to this... be like three gods the travelers killed? Possibly. Um, wait. Okay, so there's Osile. Yeah. Beish, Beishat, or whatever Osile's wife is. Yeah. Who was the third god? I'm saying the third would be this god. Oh, okay. That's fair. 
And I mean, to be fair, I re- we should really only ward like half credit for Beish. Shen Hei really helped out with that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've I've seen a lot of Fatui camps in Sumeru, just like around. Someone told me that the traveler doesn't get credit for killing Ozile because all they did was drop the Jade Chamber on it. I'm like, excuse me. The Traveler, in order to do that, had to absorb the power of multiple Adepti. That's not something a normal person can do. They outright state that's not something a normal person can do. (laughs) The Adepti are basically gods. Zhongli was an Adepti. I'm pretty sure he still is. Absorb four of their powers like it was nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Traveler survived getting smote. <laughs> Very true. Oh, you know, the Traveler's not actually that strong. Really? The insta-kill smite attack didn't work, and they were like, alright, I'll just hit it with it twice. <laughs> if you have to hit someone with an insta-kill twice, you have effectively rendered that just a kill. <laughs> <laughs> no longer insta. Very true. Uh, but yeah. I I look forward to to the day when the Abyss Order like shows back up and is the main bad guys again. Uh like cuz currently they're pretty much just in the interludes. Yeah, they yeah, they only really are cuz they're I I think I kind of realized it when you pointed it out to me. Their end goal is so far removed from whatever the end goal of the Fatui is. I actually think it was really just a coincidence that the Fatui and the Abyss Order crossed paths in Mondstadt. Yeah, yeah. Like, it just so happened that the Fatui was there, right? Right. At the... Actually, now that I think about it, there's, there's, uh, there's not any of those vanguards the Fatui vanguards in Mondstadt. It's just the Sisson mages. And even then, they're, like, on the outskirts. You don't run into, like, the main fighting force until you hit Leeway when they become a major threat. Oh man. And actually, now that I think about it, we haven't... Since, uh, the Dineslave quest in, in the caves, in, in the chasm, the interlude quest after that was the one with uh, Zhao, I believe, when when we all got trapped in the caves again. Yeah, the chasm. Yeah, in the chasm. <laughs> but, but that was uh, that didn't have anything to do with the abyss order. Yeah, that was just some completely separate thing. That was a completely different thing related to Zhao's backstory. <laughs> well, no, because it had to, because like, like it relates to the incident. Because yeah, it's all true. because of like 500 years ago, some bullshit happened. Every time I hear 500 years ago in this game, I go, okay, what shit happened this time? <laughs> what happened this time because of Conria? What did they do this time? <laughs> well, apparently they unleashed hordes of ungodly monstrosities made of shadow and death upon the land. I think that might have been the gods that did that one. Then why was A fighting them? Why were they attacking civilians? 
I don't... Well, no, because they turned the people of Conry into the monsters. Yeah, into hilly churls. And other and, stuff. Well, yeah, but... I don't... I don't think... That the monsters made of shadow and death... Because... There's the, the rift wolves. Those are... I'm pretty sure those are from 500 years ago. Or they're related to the monsters made of shadow and death. From 500 years ago. We fought them with A during her second story quest. Oh, yeah. So those are related. I don't know how, but they are. Bas basically, I have become 100% convinced that Tavat is actually a post-apocalyptic world. I mean, there's ruins everywhere. Technology, while it is advanced in some areas, uh, is kind of schizo. Because they're having to, like, pick through and remember what they had. It's a post-apocalyptic world. You want to know something I noticed? Oh, yeah. when I, I pointed it out because I, I walked through like all of the map of Genshin. I really shouldn't have. All yeah. the infrastructure is terribly upkept. Like yes. leeway, like in in Monster, it's just awful. Admittedly, Monster, their people are incompetent, but <laughs> leeway horrible. Like like missing stones on staircases. Everything's overgrown with moss. No one's cleaned it. The bridge has been very clearly repaired very poorly. Yes. And they, these are all places with active guards on duty. And like a, so an active governmental uh, presence. <laughs> and yet, uh, well, something I noticed uh, when I was on the Genshin Wiki is apparently Tavat means Ark in Hebrew. I don't, I don't know if that's true. I was just reading it, what it said on the Wiki. I mean, I, I don't know enough Hebrew to contradict you, but... Hey, you know more than me. <laughs> it doesn't sound incorrect. Look, all I'm saying is... It, it's in, the word means Ark, and I actually went and double-checked on... Okay, yeah, no, it is, it is an, it does mean Ark, but like the boat Ark, which okay. is probably the Ark that you were talking about, but... Sorry, because I'm just thinking like, well, because we... Oh. Jews call the the cabinet where we keep the the Torah an ark as well. Oh, okay. But that's a different ark. Gotcha. Okay. Yes, it does in fact mean ark. Yes. Um. Anyways, but I I went and double checked the Honkai the Honkai wiki because for those who don't know, Honkai and Genshin are sister series. Like they're in the same multiverse. Yes. Genshin exists somewhere within the same multiverse as Honkai. And and in Honkai, one of the previous era like projects to save humanity was a project called called Project Ark, which was a uh a collection of like uh sequenced human genome and sent to try and find another world for humans to inhabit. And presumably repopulate from that uh, stored genome. So this is a post post apocalyptic world. No, no, this is a post 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 apocalyptic world. Yes, <laughs> it was post apocalyptic, and then it was post post apocalypse. So everyone went back to normal. Then there was another apocalypse. So now it's post 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 apocalyptic. Yep, <laughs> that's how it's looking. And I will just uh, I'll say that it. Like, that could just be a coincidence, because 
like lots of stuff that involves putting a bunch of uh surviving creatures or their DNA onto a spaceship and sending it out. Lot lots of sci-fi media has that, and they call it Project Ark. Yes, that's but it is interesting. It's yes. All the gods are named after demons. Yep. It takes and... place on a world named after the Ark. The boat Ark, not the other kind of Ark. Yes. Not the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> it's all very very interesting and if if I know anything about these devs there's no such thing as a coincidence. <laughs> I've said this multiple times but I'm going to say it again. I don't necessarily think that the Traveler's sibling is inherently wrong with their desired end goal. Which I'm pretty sure is overthrowing and murdering God. Ah. Uh, the means? The methods? Ah. Uh, no, they don't justify the, 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 the ends, but, um, I mean, the Traveler's sibling, who they presumably traveled to multiple dimensions and or planets before, whom treats 500 years as, like, a detour on their road trip, is like, nah, 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 trust me. Once you once you've seen what I've seen, you'll be a hundred percent on board with this. And I can't definitively say that they're wrong. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> well, time to start waiting for uh, the Act Three of the Sumeru Archon Quest. Three point one, and then after that. We settle in for the long wait for, for Fontaine. 4. Let's go to Fontaine. Let's play some jazz. That's the one with the magic, the magic siblings. Yeah. Oh yeah. They have animal ears and top hats. That's like the <laughs> greatest combination ever. <laughs> uh. And hey, once we get to Fontaine, we'll probably have like gangsters and stuff. Do you think they'll have Tommy guns? Maybe. They do have guns they... in Genshin. They'll introduce a new weapon type. Uh, <laughs> rifles. Uh, I hope so. I really do actually kind of hope. <laughs> I just want to I just want to go to a Fontaine movie theater. Absolutely. I got to see what movies in Tavad are like. They're probably terrible. Oh, almost definitely. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about a region that is based on, like, 1920s America, more or less. Well, I mean, that's kind of, like, the vibe I'm getting. I do hereby demand everyone in Fontaine talk like an old-timey radio broadcaster. <laughs> and so, before we go, let's do one one last thing. What harbinger do you think is behind the Sumeru nonsense? I'm not sure. It's not Childing. Yeah, no, definitely not. And I don't think it's Scaramouche. Scaramouche is doing something. Didn't uh, he go rogue? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that's why I don't think it's Scaramouche. I don't think he has. I don't think he has the resources. Yeah. Uh, or 
any sort of need to be mucking about in Sumeru. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we ran into him during like a uh, interlude quest and found out what his deal is, what he's been up to, and also then he dies and the Fatui get get the uh, gnosis that he has. I can't wait. I, I honestly, I think that we might have a boss fight against him. Well, I say might. We are almost certainly getting a boss fight against him. I, I think is, we're going to get a. <laughs> will he have the gnosis when that happens? No, no. Could way. this be like a rehash? Like, like not another rehash, but like sort of like a redo of the fight against A, but like ten times crazy. Oh God. Like, he's I mean, decided to try and ascend to godhood. And we have to forcibly put him into the dirt. I mean, because the thing about A, during her bus fight, she didn't have the Gnosis. Well, like, she did, but it wasn't... She didn't have it on her. So she didn't have any of its power. She didn't have it the first time. Well, she no, she had it the first... Well, no, because she separated herself from Celestia, like, centuries ago. So she was never using ago. its power. Yes. So yeah, that's why I'm saying like I think like with the gnosis it could be a really interesting boss fight. Oh. Because otherwise I feel we like we'd put down Scaramouche pretty easily. Yeah, almost definitely. My personal uh, choice for the Harbinger in charge of uh, Sumeru stuff is probably Ildatore. He is uh. He's he's mad science enough. He's got a connection with Kale, so. He oh, I'm gonna up. enjoy killing him. Oh yes. Yeah, he's the one that uh put the whatever into Kale. Still not sure what it was. But he, he experimented on her and did something. Still waiting on them to add that paragon interrupt or the sorry, not the paragon, the renegade interrupt button to Genshin. <laughs> I was playing Chill Day Story Quest and he's like doubled over like, I didn't think you'd kill a I didn't think you'd kill a guy in front of his kid brother. And I'm like, oh, god dang it, where's the renegade interrupt button? This is where I push it, and then Shepard goes, you're wrong, and blasts him right then and there. Come on, <laughs> it's chill day. Like, yeah, he's, like, affably evil, but he still tried to destroy an entire city. This is true. Why do people forget that? Everyone's like, oh, chill day's like a misunderstood bad boy, but he has attempted to murder thousands. Minimum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very true, very true. And he's also worked as an assassin for the Fatui for years. Like, he's a bad enough dude to be a harbinger. If I remember correctly, he's one of the top combat dudes on the on the uh in the harbingers. I believe so. Like in a straight fight, there are a few other harbingers that he that he cannot beat. And you have to be really good at what you do to get that high in an organization full of badasses and people without any morals. Well, I suppose technically they do have morals, but they're very twisted. But uh, no, nah, it's fine, because Chule has a brother that he, that he sends toys to, so he's a good person. Forget the, forget all the children that would have drowned, or worse, had Ozile made landfall. Well, I mean, well, what's her name? 
shoot, I forgot her name. The uh, La Senora. Yeah, La Senora. She had a tragic backstory too. She she yes. used to be a she used to be a cool dude, and then uh, you know, tragedy struck. And then we swept her up in a dustbin. Yep. I'd feel bad for her, but I don't. <laughs> I'd feel bad for her, except no, I wouldn't. <laughs> a shame she never became a playable character, though. We don't need more playable Fatui. We already have one. That's one too many. Well, but, but think about it. Like, she's a cryo-focused character, but if you use her burst, she turns into a pyro-focused character. That would be freaking badass. That would be cool. But, but, hear me <laughs> out on this. She is evil. Yes. Very true. Very true. Yep. So that's about it for the Sumeru update. Until next time. Until next time. I have been Lyle. And I have been Eli. And this has been Anime Stroganoff. <laughs>